Hey there, freaking awesome people, Winnie here from Mind Now, and welcome back to Inspirational Mind, where we break down channels, interview people to gain their perspective on how you can master your mind to gain self confidence and self esteem, especially as an introvert. But hey, don't shy away if you're an extrovert because the world needs you. And today we have an awesome guest. It is Casey from Do Life Your Way. He just recently um, changed his YouTube name channels name anyway i'm um glad that you're here bro how you doing oh excellent my man how you doing how, thanks for having me by the way doing awesome bro i mean finally we're doing and having this interview man <laughs> oh it took a while right a couple months or something <laughs> all right dude um as you know my first question to all the guys that i interview is how do you gain self-confidence and belief in yourself Um, this one for me is, to me, it's a no brainer and it is, uh, you got to say, fuck everyone else. You can't worry about what other people think about you, what they say about you. You've got to just do your thing. And this is a tough thing for, you know, most of us to do because we're trained, you know, programmed as we grow up to worry about what other people think about us. We're supposed to fit in this mold. We're supposed to do this. And a lot of the times that goes against, you know, our, you know, what we want to do. So if you can learn to literally just say, fuck all you, I'm good. I'm going to do me. Then that's where your self-confidence comes from. So forget about what other people think or say about you. Have you, have you ever had the problem um, that you care too much of what others thought about you? Sure. I mean, we all have, I don't care who you are at some point, you know, there's a, there's a time in your life. It could be somebody or it could be, you've struggled with that your entire life. You're, you're a people pleaser at the, 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 the complete extreme where all you're doing is worrying about what the other person thinks about you. And if you think about it, you're not living your life. You're living somebody else's life. You know, you're living it for them, which is a t complete shame. Mm. Yeah, definitely, bro. And what actions did you actually take? Um, or did you just say like one day, okay, you know what, I'm going to do my thing? Um, or was it like some steps that you have to take? Well, for me, um, I think I've always been that way. Um, I was a rebellious kid. I was, I've always done things my way. Like, that's what's funny is my, you know, I rebranded my channel to do life your way. Because that's my philosophy in life is you need to live life your way, not theirs. And I think um, at a young age, that's just naturally how I was. I was, I was always doing things that I wanted to do. Um, did I worry about what other people thought? Sure, that's just that's natural. But I, it didn't. I didn't shy away from doing what I wanted to do because I knew at the core that was what was going to make me happy. So. You know, for me, yeah, that's it. You you have to live life your way. And for me, I don't think there was ever a point where that's, you know, where I was like, oh, hey, this is what I need to do. But I'm sure there's times along, you know, my journey where I would start veering towards, you know, the people pleasing. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, go back to what you want to do. So I think it might be a constant struggle, you know, throughout life. You know, there's just times where you have to catch yourself like, wait a minute, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me re, uh, you know, redirect myself. So, yeah, you also talked about um, what what made you happy, like talking about, I guess, kind of values as well. Or did you mean something else with that? Say that again. So you you said that you should do stuff what makes you happy, right? The what what your heart tells you, um, what makes you happy, and. Do you actually have to figure out or, or did you have to, um, yeah, uh, figure out what your values were before? Um, you can do that. You can definitely, if, if you're trying to figure it out, what are your values? You can go that way. For me, it's a natural, it's a gut. You got to follow your intuition period. Cause it's your intuition. I say this all the time is 95% correct. So always go with it. You know, we have what we want to do. And then we have what our intuition tells us to do. And most of the time, 
we end up going with what we want to do. And then in retrospect, we look back and we're like, why didn't I just listen to my gut? Because it's always right. So yeah, so for yeah, that so always listen to the intuition and go with what your your, your gut tells you. That's, that's the way I play it. All right, awesome. Um, were you were you actually in that state where because um, you said intuition, which is your gut, right? And versus the mind, so to speak. And how conscious. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and were you were you in a state where um, you you had to listen to your mind rather than your intuition? Like, did you do something that you practice this intuition feeling? Do I do something to help me listen to my intuition? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to be mindful. Like, mindfulness is such an important part of life and, and it's a practice. You know, I say it's the, you know, because when people think about mindfulness, it's like, oh, well, what is that? And really, it's the art of paying attention on purpose. And I say it's an art because you have to practice it um, to get better at it. And yeah, you have to listen to your gut, but the more you are, the more mindful you are, the easier it is to catch yourself and understand what your gut's telling you versus what your, you know, whether your heart or whatever, what your mind or whatever else is kind of pulling you that way. Yeah, you just practice and then you get better at it and it becomes habitual. And then you understand for the most part, there's always going to be those times when you know what your gut's saying and you know what you want to do and you end up going with what you want. And then you, uh, every time you look back and you're like, man, why did I not just listen? So it's a, it's a practice and it's really just being mindful about understanding who you are. And, you know, when you talk about mindfulness, you know, there's obviously the meditation that goes into all that. So, but mindfulness is such a simple thing that we can do on a daily basis. Um, so I practice it every single day. So it just, it's training your brain is all it is. That's what everything is. You train your brain to work the way you want it to work. And then life is amazing. Yeah. No, man. Um, the mind the mind is so powerful. And if you're not mindful, right, what you're supposed to do and what your mind is telling you, what, what your heart is telling you and all of the other things that it's telling you, it is really important to to be in the present right i mean it's such a cliche a lot of people say yeah be in the present be in the present and once you're really in the present it is it's like mind-blowing it, it sounds so simple but um you know with practice with mindfulness meditation like you said it is like wow because mo most of the time i mean we have like fifty thousand thoughts a day right we're we're like so so in our head that we're not present and even though we we think that we're present we're not we're actually not right <laughs> and and so yeah like you said mindfulness meditation i mean for me as well was like um what what also like really helped me um i i just started doing this like two days ago or something um which is wim the wim hof breathing technique i know if yeah, that is like, whoa, I've like, wow. <laughs> let me ask you, like, let me ask you, how are you finding that? Because I've done that myself. And personally, it was hard. Like, it, it was, it, it, I mean, it's work. Um, obviously, the more you do it, the better you get at You're two days in. So what's your initial thoughts on it? I'm just curious. I mean, like, the first time I did it, I was just mind blown i've never experienced this in my entire life like it's just incredible like i think um because i've i've been doing mindfulness meditation for some time now um recently not that regularly but i'm getting back into it again but um yeah this wim hof breathing technique after that it it just shows you how um, what mindfulness really is like after you've done that um, exercise you will have the feeling of mindfulness so to speak that's that's how I experienced it okay. no I get what you're saying and, I, and I, one thing that I'll say on that is everybody's different right and so the Win Hof hits you you know different things hit different people so like when you're trying mindfulness exercises 
try a bunch of different ones. There's a ton of them. There's breathing exercises. You know, there's obviously um, you, you can just concentrate on an object. There's all these different ways that you can do it. So don't just try one. And if it doesn't work for you, give up. It's always about trying and figuring out what works for you. Because again, this is what life is about. It's everybody's different. So you need to find out what works for you. And so when it comes to mindfulness and that feeling that you're talking about, that awakening really is what it comes about. And it's, it is an amazing thing. Um, when I first started my mindfulness practice, I was like, oh, what, you know, nothing's happening. Nothing's going on. And then it clicks. You know, you find that sort of rhythm that you have and boom. You know, like you said, mind blown, right? It's, it's, it's amazing. And then you click into it and then you get better at it. And then your world just opens up. Definitely, man. And so w what um, exercises do you do? Like focusing on an object, like focusing on your breath? Well, there's a, there's a ton of them. I actually have um, um, 13 weeks to mindfulness. And uh, I do, I give you 13 different sort of practical ways to practice mindfulness on a daily basis. Like um, everything from breathing, obviously, that's a, that's, a, that's a basic one and probably the one anybody should start with if they're just going to begin. But there's, you know, listening. Listening is an amazing mindfulness um, practice that if you've never done it, it's, it's really cool. It's hard, though, because when we talk to people, usually we're like, what are we going to say next? You know, we're thinking all these different thoughts. And that's the thing is when you when you do a listening exercise and you're being mindful, you completely quiet your brain like you shut it off and you literally just concentrate on who you're talking to, their facial expressions, what they're saying. Hold on. And uh, so it's, it's an amazing thing. And literally the first time you do it, it's going to be like. 15 seconds, it, but you may be 30 seconds, but you get like a little high off of it. It's crazy. There's also eating, like you can concentrate on your food. Like don't, you know, we just shovel our food in our mouth these days. Don't even think about what we're eating. If you do mindful eating exercise where you literally take whatever you're eating and you, you can close your eyes and you just put it in your mouth and you concentrate on what you're eating, that's a mindfulness exercise. It's all about paying attention to what you're actually doing. Like you said, we think we're being you know, when I say mindful, people are like, oh, yeah, it's easy to be in the present. No, it's not. You know, we have an attention span of like seven seconds. So, yeah. So it's like we live most of our life in the past and the future. That's not living. Living is the now, the present. So the better you are at being mindful, the more you're experiencing life, which is an amazing thing. No, I totally agree with you on that, man. Um, once I was like, you know, present and know what, what the feeling is like, I was like, whoa wow <laughs> but yeah as you said it, it's something what you have to actually practice and like exercise you know like For sure. because you're not used to it like i think you know a lot of people aren't really used to it and that's why mindfulness is just really freaking awesome um yeah talking about um getting energy and positivity because i kind of associate self-confidence with um energy you have throughout your day as well um because you know if you don't have energy and you feel like you know lazy and you, you don't really have that self-confidence uh you might feel like tired okay you you're not getting enough sleep okay i understand that but um having the energy kind of like helps you um have that confidence that's how i see it so my question to you is what do you do to get that energy and positivity throughout your day? Do you have like a morning routine or evening routine or what do you do? Oh yeah, I have both those for sure. Like you have to have a morning routine and an evening routine in my opinion. Um, that's just, and, and you know, morning routines are everywhere. It's like, oh, you got to do this. You know, there you can find a million different ones. Um, but going to your original question. So I guess the way I find you know, energy and positivity. And the thing that works for me is being productive, is accomplishing things, no matter how small they may be. Um, when you accomplish something, you get that sort of sense of, you know, obviously the accomplishment, you know, and you're like, oh, this is good. So that's how I sort of fuel myself. There are days when you sort of wake up and you just sort of like wander through the day and it's not a really good day and it's usually because you're not getting things done but once you and that's why a morning routine is so important because 
the whole point of a morning routine is your these little baby accomplishments that you're doing, which is going to set you up for the day itself. Um, and my morning routine right now is super simple, and I love it. And I'm not knocking other, you know, the routines, the morning routines that are out there, but I do, you know, when they're like, oh, get up at 4 a.m. and do this and do, I'm like, look, I'm going to get up when I get up and I'm going to do my, you know, they're like, oh, because to me, sleep is number one. If you don't get your sleep, you're already working at a deficit. You're, you're only a partial person, you know, so sleep is number one. So don't force yourself to get up an hour earlier to do your morning routine. You don't have to do that. So anyway, my morning routine is super simple. Um, I literally wake up, I start brewing my tea. I do, um, so I do something I call PEM, which is P-E-M, which is physical, emotional, and mental. So this is what I think you should add in for a very simple morning routine if you're just beginning. So pick something physical. So mine is stretching. I do 60 to 90 seconds of light stretching and that's it. Sort of wakes my body up, gets my blood flowing. Um, the emotional is my meditation, whatever I'm doing. And right now I'm doing a breathing exercise and it's super simple. I, uh, <clears throat> I do 10 breaths. I count one in, two out, three in, four out, and I go to 20. The goal is to always concentrate on the number and not have the mind wander. And most days, yeah, about 10 or 11, my mind starts to go and I'm like, wait a minute, come back. So it's very simple and it's very easy, but again, it's just practicing and it's setting your day up. And then the, the M, the mental is I do a reading. I always do it like an inspirational, educational, sort of motivational reading. Not long, real short, but it's something that gets my mind sort of working. And so once you've done those things, you've accomplished some things and now you can go ahead and move on to your day. I let me just one other little thing I want to say about morning routines. There's one thing that you should never do in the morning ever. And most of us do it. We wake up and we grab our phone. Okay. So this is possibly the worst thing that you can be doing for yourself. And this is the reason because when you wake up and you grab and you look at your phone, you're just taking information in. And now what your brain is doing is it's in a reactive state. It's reacting to whatever's coming, whether it's emails or social or whatever. So you just told your brain, that's what I'm going to do for the day. So now when you're, you know, going through your day, you're reacting to everything. You don't want to be reacting. You want to be active. You want to be proactive. So if you get up and this took me literally two weeks to, I have put a post-it note on my phone. So when I went to reach for it in the morning, it reminded me, don't touch your phone. Because what happens is I wake up, I do my quick little morning routine and now I've set my day. I've, you know, I've accomplished things. I'm ready to go. Now I can look at my phone, be confident and get ready and just go. And your brain is now into that active state. If that makes sense. Hopefully it does. Oh, it does, man. Totally does. Um, I am, I'm a super fan of, um, morning routines and, you know, and sleep, like you said, um, talking about sleep again, uh, you know, you said like, some people say, yeah, wake up at 4 a.m. and, you know, or, or 5 a.m. and you're like, you know, your, your day is going to be amazing. Again, it, everyone is different, you know. It doesn't mean that if you wake up at 4 a.m., your day is going to be super awesome, you know, and you have like only, I don't know, five hours of sleep, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if your body um, is uh, okay with five hours of sleep, which is, if, you know. If you're a morning person, get up at 4 a.m. do that that's awesome but the point is don't force yourself sleep is number one period if you're sacrificing sleep to do something ask yourself why and then look at yourself and are you really your full 100 percent so i'm with you man totally man um now talking about habits because morning routine eventually will become like a habit you know okay you wake up that this is the morning routine aka habits now let's say you are in a state where you have bad habits meaning you don't even have a, a morning routine and you know just bad all over the place and what what would you do to get into that good habit i mean of course you know there there are ways to um to tackle that but how would you go about it um to to get to the state of uh i know and i i need to do this in order to have that good habit <clears throat> so are you asking how do i change a habit or how do i motivate myself to do that is that what you're saying you you're basically sorry i today no, no, i no, no, no. i'm like 
<laughs> I'm like, I realize that today is not really my day of like asking qu uh, questions and interviewing because I just came back home and a bit tired. But um, yeah, anyway, um, so you have bad habits and it's really difficult at the beginning to get those good habits because your mind is just saying, okay, let's just, you know, do those bad habits again because it's easy. Uh, most of the time it's instant gratification, right? Um, yeah, most, most of the time the bad habits. Right. So what, what has worked for you um, to motivate yourself to get to those good habits? Okay, yeah, so habits run our lives straight up. I mean, that's all it is. 95% of our days are the, just the habits. Our brain is not doing anything. We're living in our subconscious and that's what we've developed our habits. So that's why habits are so important because if you can develop the, the good, the right, the healthy habits, 95% of your day, which is just your habits without you consciously thinking about what you're doing, you're doing. So in order to get to that point, you have to you have to work at it. Like habits are hard. Breaking habits are hard, you know, changing them, developing new ones. Habits are, you know, they're basically broken up into three. I'm, I'm not going to go into the whole habit thing right now because it'll take me a while, but they're really broken down. I understand habits and I know how they work. And once you understand how a habit works, you can then manipulate them to work for you instead of them against you. Now, as far as motivating yourself, this is a key thing because you know, habits take a long time to develop, period. And we don't have, like you said, we have, we want instant gratification. So in order to make it through to your success point and where it starts to develop a habit, you've got to go through hell, you know, in order to get there. And that little, you know, window of, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever it is that you're pounding and making sure you're doing things, you have to have the end purpose. You have to have the why. If you don't have your why, you're not going to make it through any, you know, develop to a goal. You're not going to be able to develop the habits in order to get to your goal. You have to know your why. And the why has got to go deep. You know, you can start out with, you know, people like, oh, I'm doing it because I want money. And you're like, that's not really it. So you go, well, why do you want money? Oh, well, because I want to, you know, travel or I want thing or whatever, you know. But you keep asking the whys down to the finally like, well, I want it because I want freedom. You know, or, you know, there's, there's these, finally the, the, the fifth why that you ask, you know, always ask your whys, you know, why, why to your why, like a kid, remember how, you know, when you're a kid or if you have kids and they always like, you give them the answer, they're like, why? That's actually a smart thing to do because you get down to the root cause. Once you find your why and the thing that you're passionate about, the thing that's going to drive you through those hard times when you're trying to develop that habit or get to your goal that's what that's what's going to motivate you so you have to find that in order to get through the hard times yeah man um totally resonate with you on that uh, the the question why helps you so much however like you said it's going to be difficult it's, it's going to be hard like anything um anything in life is going to be hard at the beginning like going to a gym if you want to you know gain some muscle it's going to hurt it's it's going to be hard and and so but once you you're like in that zone right you you have you know you you do this one to two weeks or three weeks then it's like easy and it's going to be really good you feel good and you're just the gym the gym's an easy one because those first you know eight to ten days are brutal you're like oh my gosh you know the first few are impossible but if you break through it and then you get to that point the gym's great because that's physiologically like once you start doing that and the endorphins start getting dropped then you want to go back and then it's something like you look forward to and for me that's a keystone habit for me it's the one habit that if i don't keep in my life the rest of my life sort of doesn't work if i'm not exercising almost on a daily basis then i'm sort of lost and it happens you know i'll go through a week period i'm like why where am i i'm like oh i haven't been working out like i normally do and so for most people, and I tell everybody, it's the number one antidepressant in the world. Exercise, period. You know, we like to pop pills and that's fine. And some people have to, you know, and I get that. But for most of us, if you just exercise and get in a good, healthy routine, that natural, you know, dopamine and serotonins and all the good, um, you know, 
guys are going to get dropped in your brain. You're going to feel good. It's, it's the number one antidepressant. So I get you, man. Exercising is a great one. Yeah. No, totally, totally, man. Um, and yeah, like, like you said before, um, you know, there, there's always a way, there's always a solution, but people just, you know, stop with one thing because they've tried this one thing and it hasn't worked for them. And they're like, okay, you know what? I'm different. I'm going to just stop and quit. But the thing is, what, what I love about um, this quote from Tony Robbins, he says, you know, have, have, have a fixated goal. Like the goal is fixed, but stay flexible in your approach, right? So if, if your goal is like, you know, to, to feel better and, and you try this one method and it didn't work out, then, you know, you got to keep on trying. So, so, okay, so exercise is a perfect example on this and I use it all the time. So people are always going to tell you what to do. Oh, they're always going to do it. So just get used to it. They're going to be like, so for exercise, they'll be like, oh, you got to do yoga. Oh, you got to run. Oh, you got to lift. You, gotta, you know what? You got to do whatever you like to do. Try all of them and then figure out what you like and then go with that. I always tell people, I'm like, information's amazing. And like I said, everyone's going to tell you what to do all the time. Take in 100% of the information, filter out the 95 that doesn't work for you. And you keep that five that works for you. You're golden. Your life is good. No, that that's the amazing thing about us. We're all different. We're all unique. <laughs> um, so yeah, now now we, we've talked about um, habits. Now now I want to ask you about self disciplining because now we have okay good habits. Okay, once you have good habits, it's actually nearly um, impossible to break into these bad habits again but at the beginning you actually need this self-discipline or actually also well every day <laughs> so um how do you self-discipline yourself <laughs> that's a great question um <clears throat> so i had zero discipline growing up i was a wild child i was rebellious and and i really never learned you know, self-discipline. Um, for me, it's really structure um, is what I need in my life. And it's interesting. About 20 years ago, when I started my first business, you know, I told people what I was going to do. And everyone's like, what are you crazy? You're, don't do that. That's insane. Because it revolved around a shot glass that I had designed and patented. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start this company. And, and I was going to go to law school before that. And everyone's like, what are you doing? You're crazy. So when they told me that, I'm like, now I have to do it, right? Like, now I got to prove you wrong. That's always been sort of my attitude. If you say I can't do it, I'm going to do it. And so what I did, I remember I was sitting down one night and I had a little, you know, college lined notebook sitting in front of me and I wrote down what I was going to do the next day, the night before. I woke up and I did every single thing and I just crossed it off as I did. At the end of the day, I was like, wow, I got a lot done. I did it the next day. I did it the next day. I started that company, I successfully ran it for 15 years, and I sold it. And so that simple little process of writing things down the night before has literally saved my life and allowed me to be self disciplined. It's something that, you know, if I write it down, I have to do it. It's it, that's my way of, you know, obviously, this doesn't happen 100% of the time, because there are days I write things down, I'm like, well, didn't do that, move that to the next day. But that's sort of my self-discipline is literally some structure that I have to have. And I actually, I've desi I designed a complete system. It's called the True Pass system, which I'm, I can't go into right now because it'll take, I literally, I would talk to for about an hour on it. But um, it's, a, it's a complete personal development system that I, that I designed from that beginning portion when I started that company. And, and it's based off of that. You write down what you're going to do the night before, you wake up and you just do it. Wow. Okay, that, it sounds so simple, but it, ha it, it has worked for you. That's so awesome. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it, that's the thing. It's the only thing that really has worked for me because when I don't write stuff down, there are, and it doesn't happen very often anymore because I have, I literally, where's my book? <laughs> oh, hold on. <clears throat> so I've literally designed, I mean, I, this, this whole system I've put into a book. It's a 13-week gold uh goal setting, you know, thing, all the, it's got everything. And literally if there's a day that I don't write down, 
I will wake up and I will wander like a zombie. I'm like, what am I doing? I don't even know what to do. So it's, it's again, it's the whole, ha- you know, when you talk about habits, I'm in the habit of waking up and looking at what I'm like today. There you go. I got, I got Winnie right there. One thirty, right? So it's like, <laughs> so that's for me. It's, it's simple, but it works. And don't overcomplicate things. People love to overcomplicate things. It's like, just do it, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually the same. Like, if I don't have a plan uh, for the day, I'm like, what, what, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> that's everybody. I mean, come on. Like, that's, we're, we're lost if we don't. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, um, it's actually good to plan your day and you know have goals we're, we're going to talk about goal setting afterwards um but let's talk about passion and purpose it's a huge topic for a lot of young people what is the, my passion what is my purpose what should i do um so what advice would you actually give to people who haven't found their per- passion or purpose or what they should do in life oh okay do what you want to do don't do what everybody tells you you want to, you should do. Everyone, society, friends, family, everybody's going to tell you what to do. Just get used to it. But in the end, you have to do what you want to do. Period. Because otherwise, you will wake up, like most people, because most people follow what they're supposed to do. They wake up 20 years down the line, they're like, I am miserable. How did I get here? And how do I get out of this? If you just follow your gut, your intuition, as we talked about earlier, you're going to be fine. No matter where that road leads you, you're following your passion. You're following your gut. You know, people ask me, they're like, how'd you get to where you're at? And I'm like, oh, dude, that road is a long and windy road. But I enjoyed every single minute of it, right? There was never, you know, we always think, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to go down this road. Never going to happen. It's going to, we're going to be doing this. But as long as you're following your intuition, what you really want to do, not listening to mom and dad and society that, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. Like I was supposed to go to law school. I, I hated school. I wasn't even very good at school. I was good at drinking. And so I designed this shot glass and I did that. And, every, you know, a couple of years down the road, I was like, oh, that's awesome that you did that. But it's because you follow your passion. So just always follow your heart. Always do what you want to do, not what they want you to do. No, that's awesome advice, man. I mean, you know, we we live only once, right? So we got to make the best out of it. (laughs) So let let me ask you, how did you actually figure out what you wanted to do in life? I I, have I, I mean, (laughs) I mean, no, I have and and um, but again, I followed what I wanted to do. I've always sort of done what I wanted to do. And I've gone against the grain. Most of, you know, my, I'll put it to, I'll, I'll give it to this. I had 27 jobs before I was 20 years old. And that was just because I would go in and work somewhere for two weeks. I'm like, oh, I don't like it. Go in work. I don't like it. I was just trying things out. And so that's another thing I would tell people is try everything. Like, that's the thing. You got, you don't know what you like. You don't know what you don't know. So try everything until you find that thing that you're like, Oh, that's it. So for me, you know, I've gone through, you know, all these different jobs. I went to school and then I started this company. I've always been into personal development ever since I was younger. I mean, I've always thought that we can be better than we are, you know, no matter who you are in life or where you are in life, you can always be better. So once I sold the company, that was like the sort of light bulb where I was like, well, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? That's when I dove into the neuroscience of what we do. You know, why do we do the things we do? And that's the road that I got on these last five years. And that is really what I was supposed to do. But you know what? I took all these other little roads in order to get there. And I had to, to learn about life, to learn about myself in order to be the person I am now. Yeah, that's beautifully said, man. Um, and and yeah, talk, talking about like, you know, why, why do we do the things that we do? I mean, I'm also very curious and interested in, in the mind and like, it, it's so powerful, man. Like, honestly, if you can master this thing in here, you, you're like set, right? It, it's so that's, that's what I tell people that the, the overarching theme of everything is until you can learn to control this, it's going to control you. 
So learn to control it because once you do, it's a different life, period. Most of us, this is controlling us. Our brain controls us and it's just the way it is. But once you learn how to control it and it takes work and it takes practice, but once you learn, you're golden, different life. Definitely, man. Um, yeah, I mean, our mind is just a fascinating thing. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, anyway, now let's talk about goals, man. How, how do you actually set goals? Remember this, remember this system I talked about? <laughs> Literally, this is on the outside. If you look at this thing, um, it's a 13 week goal setting system. Uh, but it's, it's much more than that. I mean, because of everything that I put into it, I put mindfulness into it, you know, habit development, all these different things, but that, this is really how I do it. But in what's in here is, so I'll, the, the beginning exercises, I'll just, I'll take you through the beginning exercises of what's in this book, because this is how I do my goals. <clears throat> so first of all, there's a, my life section where I look at eight parts of my life. And I kind of grade them and kind of, you know, how am I doing in each one, you know, health, relationship, finance, whatever. And that's sort of the picture of my life right now. And then I do a dare to dream section, which is you basically, it's a free write where you just, you just sit down literally and you just start writing about what your ultimate life would be. What do you want to do? If money wasn't a factor, social, nothing was a factor. You do whatever you want. No judgment, no anything. You write it down. That's your ultimate. So now you have your life that you are living right now, the life that you would love to live. And then you go and you make about, you know, five to eight different things from that, which are you're now creating goals. Like what would you really want to do? And then from there you pick, I always go with three. Three is a magic number for me because us as humans, once we get to four or five and six, we kind of get lost. In, you know, it's, it's uh, analysis, paralysis by analysis sort of thing. So three stick with three goals that you want to do so you pick the top three that you want and then out of those three you now break those down and there's a breakdown process where you, and i do it very simple i go what <clears throat> why how when and where and so once you break those down and why being the most important in the end as we already talked about and then i do a timeline what's my goal line what when do i want to finish this goal some goals are process goals where you just work on them every day but um you do your timeline you break them down to you know, the, the goal line, you know, half time, a month, a week, and then daily. And daily is the most important. So <clears throat> you have to work on your goals and you have to have your goals in front of you every single day. That's why this thing is, is crucial for me because I have my top three goals right here and I see them every day and I write down what I'm going to do that day for that goal. So it's a process that I go through, but it's one that works for me. And in, in, in the people I, I teach and I help, Man, it's great to see how, you know, they go from not knowing to, oh, wow, I now have laser focus. And every single day when you work on your goals, and that's what I will tell everybody. The one thing is don't just set a goal and then work on it here and there. Always have it in front of you. Always have reminders. Even if you're just thinking about it for that day, every single day, work on your goals. Wow, man. Awesome. Um, and, and these three goals are these... Um, goals uh, from different fields like health, wealth, love, or yeah. so, and because it's a 13 week, uh, you know, system, which is a whole nother thing. So people like to set year goals too long. Like you're, most people give up, like only 8% of people who set goals for themselves actually accomplish them because most of the time they make them too long. They get a few weeks in and they're like, this is too hard. I'm out. So if you do 13 weeks, which is basically three months, you can always see the finish line. And then every step you make every single day, you're making measurable steps towards that goal. So it's a cool little timeline. And then as far as what I'm doing, like I'm just looking at my three goals that I'm working on, you know, for this 13 weeks, health is one of them. Health is almost always one of them because I have to make sure that I'm eating right, that I'm working on, even though it's something that I almost always do. It's interesting. I've had books, you know, my system where I actually don't put health because I'm like, oh, I'm good. And for those 13 weeks, I'm not good. So it's, it's a constant reminder. Even though you think you're good, you have to keep reminding yourself because the brain, again, will love to take control of you and, and veer you. It's lazy. The brain is lazy naturally. We have to stimulate it. Um, 
Oh, another goal is my social. So working on YouTube, working on Instagram, you know, just doing that sort of the awareness. That's one of them. And then um, I'm working on a, um, <clears throat> you know, sales funnel and things like that for this book and for this system. So those are my three goals that I'm working on right now. So obviously business, kind of two of them, the social and, and the business and then health. So it just depends. Yeah, it just depends. That's awesome. Um, I, I will definitely uh, check check that out once you know that that book or that course or whatever is out. You know, here here here's an easy way to look at it. If you're interested in it at all, I have the course on my YouTube. It's free. You just go to True Path my by playlist. Start with video one. You you can get free PDFs, the free exercises, all that kind of stuff. So if you if anyone's interested, it's easy. Go check it out for free. And then obviously I have the physical books and you know coaching upon that as well. Awesome. I, I will link it in the description, guys. Um, yeah, man, that, that is awesome. I, I love that 13-week uh, uh, kind of system. It's like, what, three three months, right? Is it? Yeah, 91 days. Nice. Uh, and why, how, how, how did you actually come to that number? Is it because it has worked for you? Or? It's proven. It's scientific stuff. It's like, it's, it's been tested. Like, it's just, it is what it is. It's our brain's going to get lost if we try and do a year goal or the five-year goals. I mean, it's fine to have those things and to set those, but when you're trying to make progress on a year goal, the steps are so small when you're doing them every single day. And it's just like the goal is so far away, you don't really see the progress. But if you break that year goal down into, you know, four different, you know, 13-week systems, that 13 weeks, you're always able to see the end goal. And every single step is meaningful and impactful upon your goal so it motivates you to keep going like that's what you need you have to have that motivation you have to feel good it's like the morning routine right you get the little accomplishments every single day so that's why the 13 weeks works that way it's it's a really good time oh, that's that's amazing man and um how how often do you track your goals every day every, what do you mean well i mean so when I say track, like, I mean, I write them down every day and I write down what I'm going to do every single day. So literally, if that's what you, I mean, every day I'm tracking them to a certain extent. Is that what you're talking about? Um, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, if, if you track them every day, then then awesome. Um, but but what I meant um, is, or perhaps you understood me correctly, uh, okay. like I, I always track my goals like at the end of the week. Like for example, Sunday, and then I, uh, yeah, just see my week. Okay, did I actually do the things that contribute to my goals, and then okay. rate them? So on the uh, in the system, the last thing that you do at the end of the day is you do a day in review. So yeah, so this is and honestly, that's the most important part of all of this. And you write down sort of you know how your day was and why it was that way. And then the most important is you learn. What'd you learn about yourself that day? Like that's the whole point of this whole system is you got to learn about yourself to be better, right? So not just daily, but there's also weekly sheets. So at the end of the week, I do the same thing. It's a week in review. Like how did you do? And then you, and then you schedule your next week. So, and then you do the monthly too. So, I mean, I break them down. So I track them daily, weekly, monthly, and then overall, like, so they're always being assessed, you know? And as we talked about before, you have your goal, you're, almost never are you gonna go in a straight line, right? Life's gonna come knock you off your path. That's why it's called true path because you know, you have your true path, but life's gonna come in and just day on a daily basis try and knock you off your path. It's up to you to get back on that path and keep going. So you have to kind of pivot, bob and weave as you need in order to get to where you're going. So your end goal is your end goal. How you get there doesn't matter. It's as long as you get there and learn along the way like that's the key i always tell i'm like if you're not learning you're losing period on a daily basis no matter what you're going through whether it's good bad mundane doesn't matter if you don't learn from it why'd you go through it mm -hmm. yeah man um you, you you already mentioned like obstacles and and things will get in your way and what what do you do in those times like dark times like when things aren't going your way at all and <clears throat> okay so this happens all the time and piling on is sort of what happens a lot of times with us is we're trying to go somewhere we're trying to do something something happens gets in the way and then another thing piles on that and another thing piles on that and all of a sudden you're like 
is the world, the universe, is everything, is it against me? Like, is, it doesn't want me to do this? So it's there to discourage you. So you have to use that as motivation and be like, not going to happen. And, and there are times, when you say dark times, that's a whole nother, I guess, subject. Um, I don't have a lot of dark times, but I, there are times when I'm like, man, I'm in a slump. I'm in a rut or whatever. So for me, what I have to do is I'd like, I literally get extreme and I change everything up to like sort of reprogram myself, uh, whether that's, you know, and so food's a great one. If I'll fast, I'll do a 24 hour fast to sort of reprogram my, um, everything from my palate to my system to everything, but also mind, you know, it helps in that. Cause it's a mental struggle when you fast for 24 hours, it's, it's just, you go through the mental struggle. So it's really just working on your brain. Um, so yeah, so getting out of dark times, it's, it's, Obviously, there's some people that go really dark and that, you know, that's a whole different issue, right? But for me, it's really just sort of powering through and knowing, also examining, like, how did you get to that place? Like, for me, if I get into a slump, I have to figure out, it's always, always goes back to the why we do the things we do. How did I get here? And when I start tracing things back, I'm like, oh, it started there. And then, you know, the next day this happened or this or whatever. And even... You know, a, a bad day is a great example. So people like at the end of the day, they'll be like, man, I had a shitty day. Like, how did this happen? And it literally, there probably wasn't one major thing. It was a lot of little things that could have been started out like you were driving to work and somebody cut you off. Didn't mean to cut you off, but they cut you off. And all of a sudden you're like super mad at them. They don't even know they did it. And now you're upset. You get to work. Somebody says something that normally wouldn't strike a chord with you and you take offense to it. And it just keeps piling on. And by the end of the day, you're just in a bad mood. And it was all because of that one person who didn't even realize they cut you off. And you know what I'm saying? So it's going back, to, you know, it's just finding the root cause. Like, I always like to know that. So that's that. And pull myself out and just know that there's another day, right? Like, you always have to know that tomorrow is a brand new day. And if you want, you can start over. But for me, sometimes I have to do extreme things like fasting and sort of just completely change my environment or whatever. Yeah, man. Uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, like, like you said, everyone has like bad days, right? And, and it's just a matter of seeing the bigger goal and vision and like and and I think what, what's awesome about like, you know, having this this book, your book with this goal setting. Um, you can then also like look back and see like what you've actually done so far, right? You, you've like put in the work and like there's the progress. I, I, I like uh, to go about the, the progress principle because each and every day we get better and, and our whole goal is actually to get better than who we were yesterday, not, you know, how others were. So, yeah, man, um, awesome. So, so the... Here's what was interesting was um, I told you I started this whole system, this true pass system that I use. It started when I had that company, right? And I, I that first night that I wrote down what I was going to do, right? In this little notebook. I did that for 15 years. When I sold the company, I was clearing out my warehouse. Literally, I looked at this box and it had all these notebooks. I started going through them. I have my entire life documented. I would open up to a day like 12 years and I'm like, I remember that day. I remember doing that. It's the coolest thing. So now, same thing with this is I get my life documented. And it's 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 a very cool thing. And you get to learn about yourself that way. It's much easier. And oh my God, that is so awesome. Like, I just got like goosebumps just hearing about that. That's crazy. <laughs> no, and, and this this way, like when, when you feel like really unmotivated, you can like, you know, look at those those days and like, maybe there was this one day where you had exactly this kind of day and then you can you know you learn from it and you say oh it, I, I did this and that actually helped me to to get this motivation again which is so on, on that point so remember I told you the day in review the last box the last box that you fill out is learn what you learn today this is exactly what you're talking about so and it's always about you what you learn about yourself not like a fact or anything, even though you can do that, what, what, why were you more productive today? Or why were you not, you know? So that's the thing is I can go back to these books and go, I'll go like, you know, just like look at them and it'll, it'll say, 
you know, make sure you work out, you know, before 2 p or 2 p.m. in order to be motivated for the full day. Or, you know, make sure you drink enough water or make sure you do this or, you know, you work better if you do this. It's a you're just learning about yourself. And that's how you're better tomorrow than you were yesterday by taking that action today. Crazy, man. Love it. Love, dude, I, I just love your, your book system. I, I actually also have like this. It's not like your system thing, but you know, a, a lot, yeah, a, a lot of things that we talked about is also, I also incorporated here, right, which is. Dude, that's it. It's just writing stuff down, period. So impactful. Uh, um, yeah, do, do you actually also visualize and do like, do you, do you believe in these things like law of attraction and everything? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Manifestation, like putting the things out there and like, yeah. So visualization is a huge thing for me. Um, and one thing that I do is, um, you know, flow state, you know, when the mind is in that sort of perfect zone, like when an athlete's in the zone and nothing can go wrong, you know, we all get into this and which is called the flow state. I actually have a program that I help and I'm, you know, work with athletes and I work with anybody, but specifically with athletes because they're really looking for it. But it's how to live closer to your flow zone, you know, so it's in that sort of perfect. So your day goes better, you know, because all the flow zone is or the flow state, I guess, is, you know, the way I like to put it is there's anxiety and there's boredom. It is that sweet spot right in between where you're not. There's no anxiety and there's no boredom. You're just like in the flow and you're just going. And there's ways to do that. And visualization is a huge part of that. I mean, being able to visualize things beforehand, manifest it, manifest, I can't even say that word right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's, it's, yeah, I'm huge on visualization. I love it. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you do this uh, morning or evening or? If, if I can, both. Like if, in the morning, visualization of my day, and if there's a certain thing I'm working on, um, I will specifically do that and then also right before I go to bed. So so I basically bookend them. And then I'll do it throughout the day too if I if if I want to practice it, you know, more depending on what I'm looking to do. But yeah, visualizing your day and you know, basically creating it before it happens, it's an amazing thing. Cuz the mind is that powerful. If you can see it, you can do it. You know, I one thing I say is I say think it, feel it, be it. You know, and I actually have a meditation where that encompasses that. And it's a pretty powerful one. And, and um, it can teach you to do almost anything. Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I have never really done visualization just recently. And I, it feels just great. Like when, when you trick your mind that you're already in that state, I mean, um, think and grow rich also talks about this, right? When, when you like set your goals, you say like, I am rather than I will like you, you see yourself already in that state and it, it changes like so much. Like it, it's crazy. Like I, I'm just fascinated by it. It's by a subconscious. Like you, when you do that, you're basically just telling yourself and training yourself that that's what's gonna happen. So when you're not consciously thinking about it, your subconscious is because you've been training it that way. And as I've talked about already, that's 95% of what we're doing. So that's all you're really doing if you're looking at it that way. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Um, like I said, the mind is just powerful. <laughs> um, so so yeah, talk, talking about books concerning mindset, what, what book would you recommend? What is your favorite one? As far as mindset goes, um, I would say, oh man, the extraordinary, uh, what is it? The extraordinary, what is it? I read it a couple years ago. It's Vishen uh, Lakihani. Oh man, he does Mind Valley. He's the guy who runs Mind Valley. Um, the Extraordinary Mind, I believe, is what it's called. Great book. I mean, there's so much into it that I definitely resonated with. Um, but as far as mindset goes, there's some cool mindset tips in there, just when you talk about mindset itself. But for me, the reason I liked it for as, as a mindset book is because <clears throat> he has these, I think there's 10 of them, and, they, and they, he calls them rules, which are bullshit rules. And they're basically the ones that society tells us that we're supposed to do. 
you have to go get married, you have to go to college, you have to do this, right? This is what we're programmed with. And it's all bullshit, right? It's that kind of what I was talking about earlier. And this is why it, re it resonated with me so much was because do what you want to do. Don't fucking do what everybody tells you to do. Like that's bullshit. So I really enjoyed it in that sense. And so as a mindset, it helps you to click into that, to, to not think, oh, I got to be, you know, the peer pressure is going to come and, and my family pressure is going to come and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Because that stuff is going to guide you. Unfortunately, whether you believe it or not, it's going to have a big factor on what you're doing on your daily life. But until you can really reach down and follow what you want to do and not worry about what those other people are telling you to do, that's that's when life becomes amazing, is when you're doing what you want to do. So that book is great. Um, it's The Extraordinary Mind, right? <laughs> Anyway, Mind Valley, Vision, Lakihani, I believe is his name. Awesome book. Great. Awesome. I, I will definitely um, write that down so that I'll, I'll get it myself. I'll you, so I, I didn't do a very good job. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah. A anyway, before we get to the last question, tell my people how they can connect with you further, man. Um, my website, uh, caseymoran.com is probably, um, the easiest way. Um, and then social media do life your way, I think is my tag on almost all of them, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, so do life your way, um, or caseymoran.com. Awesome, bro. Um, all right. So before you go, this is my last question. As you know, my channel is all about mastering your mind and what was that one activity, one revelation that has helped you the most in regards to mastering your mind? Oh, what was the, what's the one thing that has let me be able to master my mind? Well, yeah. got to be uh, meditation, mindfulness. Like, that's the one thing that really took me to a whole nother level. Like I've always had a pretty decent um, hold on who I am and you know what I want to do. But until I learn the mindfulness and practice it on a daily basis, because here's what here's the thing. Mindfulness practice changes your brain. It's literally the only thing that you can do yourself on a daily basis that's going to physiologically change your brain. Um, and the way I like to explain it, and I'll just do this real quick is there's the me center and this is kind of this is our brain right this is the me center which is our experience is who we are there's the fear center which is like our emotions and then there's the um assessment center which is like our logic we're animals by nature so our neural pathway from our um, fear center our emotions to who we are is much stronger than the logic so that's why a lot of times you know, we run on emotion and we make decisions emotionally and, th and which normally when that happens, you look back and go, I probably should have done something different, right? So the more you do mindfulness, the less it takes away from the, the neural pathway, it weakens the one from the, the emotional, the fear center, and it strengthens the one from the logical, the, your logic center, basically the assessment center. So now you're not just running on all emotion, you know, that you kind of, they meet in the middle. So now you're catching yourself before you're losing, you're going off the handle or, you know, being driven by emotions because emotions, they take like five to seven seconds for them to come up and just hit us. And sometimes if we don't catch them before they've taken over us, we're just along for the ride. And that could be 30 minutes. That could be three days. I mean, it's crazy how powerful they are. So when you do mindfulness practice and you learn, you know, how to start controlling your brain, that emotion is going to come up, but you're going to realize it. you're going to catch it. And then you're like, okay, wait a minute. What would I want to do? Not letting the emotions take it. So that's the best way I can explain that. If that's how I, that's, that was, that's the one thing, the mindfulness practice that took me to a whole nother level. It was amazing. Yeah, dude. Um, you, you just say yourself, like that is the, the key takeaway there catching it, like knowing that, Oh, this is the emotion talking, not, actually you know what you wanted to do because that that is like what what mindfulness really helps you do is like catching it you know knowing being aware being mindful that okay this is my emotion and then you know acting differently and so yeah mindfulness is something really powerful and even though you know um a lot of people including me in, uh, at the beginning 
you might think oh it's just sitting there and like concentrating on your breath and you're like well <laughs> like how, how is this beneficial in any way <laughs> right and that's the thing is that's why I did the 13 weeks to mindfulness and it's also on my YouTube page it's a it's a 13 videos where I take you through these different exercises that you can literally do 60 seconds you could be sitting in your office and do this for 60 seconds these little things that you can do throughout the day you don't have to sit in a dark room and, and with your legs crossed and going home that's not what it's about it's about paying attention on purpose which is hard for us to do in this crazy world so yeah people have a Everybody has their own definition of mindfulness, and I break it down to as simple as it possibly can be, and it's literally paying attention on purpose because that's all it is. No, definitely, man. Um, ah, yeah, I love I love mindfulness meditation. <laughs> anyway, um, Casey, thank you so very much for being here, man. It was it was <laughs> it was really a blast. Dude, I, I really enjoyed this this interview, man. Um, even though I gotta say that this is probably one of my worst interview because I'm like, I, I couldn't even like phrase my sentences at the beginning. <laughs> but it happens, you know, you, you can't always have awesome interviews, but it was still awesome. Like content wise, I really loved it, man. And again, thank you so much. And guys, for those of you who are listening and watching this, Tell me what was your favorite advice from Casey here. Comment it down below in the comment section. And remember that you are freaking awesome and that you can do it if you put your mind to it. Winnie out for now.